1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial. I'm Patrick Teo. Day 3 of Najib Razak's 1MDB trial was another half day in court. There were two witnesses before proceedings ended at lunch. The first was Rafida Yahya, an assistant registrar at the Companies Commission Malaysia, or better known as SSM. Just like last week, she came to verify more documents. The second was Amhari Effendi Nazraudin, Najib's former special officer, who offered an insight into the man that is Joe Lowe, whom he said had extraordinary powers. We'll get to that soon. Last week, Rafida gave us a history lesson on 1MDB and its precursor, the Trangano Investment Authority, or TIA. Today, she was called in to identify documents relating to 1MDB's power companies, including a company called Mastika Lagenda Sindriam Burhad. The documents she verified detailed the appointment of directors, annual returns and company addresses. After 1MDB bought Mastika in 2013, several personnel were moved from 1MDB to manage the company. Prosecutor Gopal Sriram had, in his opening statement last week, identified Mastika as among 1MDB's assets of dubious value. Najib's lawyer Shafi Abdullah asked Rafida for documents relating to Winton Private Equity Group M. Sindram Burhad and UBG Burhad for the period 2004 to 2014. Shafi said these companies were linked to an individual named Lo Take Joe and that information on them was needed to complete the picture. Rafida said she would get those documents and was released from the witness stand. Next up was Amhari. His name may sound familiar because we heard it on day one when Nurhaina Hirawan took the stand. She was the CEO of Orp Solutions, the digital works agency Najib had used to manage his online presence. She and Amhari co-owned Orp. She later took over his position as digital press secretary in the Prime Minister's office. Amhari had studied at the University of Warwick in the UK on a Bank Nagara Malaysia scholarship. After completing his studies, he worked for the Central Bank before being appointed as Najib's special officer. Today, he is unemployed. Amhari described Najib as a charming gentleman who was able to put thought into action. He said Najib's working style was to divide work among his offices, with each individual only made informed about their own task and not the whole picture. That's how he kept top-secret matters confidential. Amhari was also able to paint a picture of fugitive businessman Lo Tech Joe, or better known as Joe Lo. He described Joe as a man with extraordinary powers. Joe was in Najib and his wife Rosma Manso's inner circle, the witness said, because he handled international relations, 
government-to-government dealings and even arranged for political funding. The witness shared that many times he and the late Aslin Alias would receive instructions straight from Joe Lowe. They trusted him because they knew he was close to Najib and the former PM always gave the green light when it came to Joe. Amhari said Joe appeared very easygoing and even texted to congratulate him when he was appointed into the PMO saying that he'll be in touch. He said Joe used him to get close to Aslin, who was known to be extremely loyal to Najib. Amhari described how the three of them, Joe, Aslin and himself, met on several occasions at night at the Prince Hotel in Kuala Lumpur. There, Joe would give instructions, which he said came from Najib, whom he had met earlier. Amhari said Aslin sometimes questioned Joe's orders, especially those that involved speeding up financial processes. But Najib would always clear those doubts. For example, one MDB's board of directors was hand-picked by Joe and approved by Najib. Joe had asked Amhari to be involved in the early days of TIA. He and Joe met with Twanku Mizan Zainal Abedin, who is Sultan of Trunganu and the king at the time. It was his first time meeting a king, Amhari said, and Joe told him that he was to be Twanku Mizan's advisor on TIA and that Joe himself was Najib's representative at the meeting. Joe said TIA would be modelled after the Mudabala Investment Company, which is the UAE's sovereign wealth fund. It would also be converted into a sovereign wealth fund, focusing on international investments. The project needed to be done, Joe had said. It was Najib's baby. Amhari called Joe a master manipulator who had used him for, quote, insincere purposes, unquote. When news broke about the 1MDB scandal, Amhari said he and Aslin were shocked, particularly over revelations that Najib's stepson, Riza Aziz, had allegedly used 1MDB money to buy real estate in the US and fund the Wolf of Wall Street movie. Amhari recalled an incident after a meeting with Najib when the usually calm Aslin was stressed out. He said Aslin raised his voice and slammed his fist on the table, exclaiming in frustration, It's 1MDB money, bro. Joe had then given instructions to Amhari and Aslin to start damage control, inform everyone in the Prime Minister's office that these were all tactics by the opposition to bring down Najib. Amhari said Joe also produced letters from the Saudi Arabia Embassy and the Malaysian Embassy in Saudi Arabia, as well as talking points for media management and checklists, all to shake off suspicions over 1MDB and put investigations by authorities to rest. He still had some of those talking points, even though Joe had told them to destroy them for fear of being leaked. Then, as if a light bulb turned on, Amhari said that he was finally able to connect the dots over something that Aslin had said to him in 2015, that the transfer of 1MDB funds was not limited to Riza Aziz. 
meaning to say that the money web that involved the flow of 2.6 billion ringgit into Najib's bank accounts was wider and more complex than he could then imagine. Just as court was about to break for lunch, Shafi asked the judge for an early adjournment. He had to attend a cousin's funeral in the afternoon. The judge allowed it and proceedings will resume tomorrow morning. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. The team behind the Najib Razak 1MDB podcast are Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Timothy Acharyam and Beat Hong provided additional reporting. I'm Patrick Teo.